0: every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: My thing is always take one step at a time. Moms can be very, very busy during the day, you know, taking care of our kids, driving to appointments, cleaning, cooking, whatever. But if you have a personal goal or a professional goal that you want to work on, make one phone call, set time to send an email. And what I find is doing that Week after week, month after month, it snowballs into great things. Whatever the goal is, you just need to start, and don't worry about perfection because it really doesn't exist. So start somewhere, start small, but start. Liz Woods, a mother of four and former
2: elementary school teacher turned founder of Remarkable Moms, and we'll explain exactly what that is in this episode. Welcome back to Bucket List Careers. I'm Krista Laurie. Thanks for listening. Also part of what Liz offers is an educational membership platform for moms, a community that offers monthly live streams with experts on topics like health, finance, menopause, helping our aging parents, and more. Her concept is to learn together, connect, and take intentional steps to improve the journey as a mom. So how did Liz find this sweet spot of monetizing something that aligns with her love of education and learning and positive outreach through social media? Podcast coach and my producer, Mark Ronick, recently shared some questions in a newsletter to his community, and they stuck with me, and I wanted to incorporate them here because I think Liz is someone who was able to answer these questions for herself in piecing together the concept for a second act. First off, what is your shine? I often talk about what lights my guests up. That's another way to think about it. What's your shine? Ask people or yourself, what do you bring to the table in certain situations? What do people come to you for advice for that's easy and fun for you that others struggle with? What is very important to you that you make sure is done right? What keeps you awake at night when your mind is racing with business ideas about something that excites you? What can you do better than AI can? And that's a question that's become increasingly relevant these days. So let's listen now to Liz's journey and how she connected the dots to create what is, without question, her shine. Liz, thanks so much for coming on Bucketless Careers. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Krista. I've been following you and your interviews and what you're doing with Rhyme Markable Moms for a while. And I thought, does this girl have a pivot? I've got to find out. And you do, which is amazing. And that fits the narrative of our guests. I'm really interested in how you're monetizing what you're doing, how you came up with it. We're going to dig into all of that. But let's dial it back to begin. You were an elementary school teacher, but I think you also went back to school at, at some point. And what prompted that? Tell me where your mindset began your career journey.
1: Thank you, Krista, first for asking. I'm honored. So my journey really started after being a stay-at-home mom of four kids for over a decade. I decided I was going to go back to school and revisit my first career, which was an elementary school teacher. And when I went back to school, I went to Manhattanville, registered for classes. I learned the last thing I needed to do was to work in a classroom and take a video of myself teaching Edit it and send it to the state for assessment and totally (laughs) freak me out. Why did it freak you out? I think you had said that to
2: me that you had a fear of
1: public speaking. Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of the fear of public speaking. And then I felt like I I really didn't have any technical skills. I didn't know how to create videos. I didn't know how to edit or send a video anywhere. So I decided I would just practice and I would practice with my kids at home. I knew I was making a mountain out of a molehill. There's thousands and thousands of teachers out there. I can't be the only one who's had to do this before. But in my head, it was a very, very big obstacle. Sure. Long story short, I started just making videos with my kids. We were making cooking videos and posting them on YouTube. And the funny thing was my friends or my family would watch and they were kind of like a joke. But we had one video that got over like 700 views and it was called How to Boil Chicken. And and I thought, wow, this is kind of crazy. Like we just made one little video in our kitchen and people all around the world were seeing it. So it was really kind of a moment where I thought hmm, YouTube is really powerful and social media is really powerful. It didn't go anywhere. We didn't really do anything with it, but it just kind of like clicked in my head. And then simultaneously that same kind of time frame, like 2017, I was really frustrated by the news coverage in our country. And I was just sitting in my back patio with my husband, Brian, having coffee. And I said, gosh, like this election is driving me crazy. Like Everyone is absorbed with it. We can't go out to dinner with friends and we can't go out, like, you know, see our family for a holiday without it turning into some argument about what somebody saw on the news or like what was going on in politics. I said, there's so many people who are remarkable here in Rye. Why can't we just talk about them? And he said, remarkable. And I thought, remarkable moms, like, what if I did a a YouTube video on that?
2: And just to stop you there, because people who are listening may need the context that you live in Rye, New York. Sure. Hence, Rye Markable Moms, which is super clever. Okay, go
1: on. (laughs) So my son had a tutor at the time and I knew she was a tutor, but I also knew she was a published author. She worked at Osborne School locally, but she also worked at the Botanical Gardens and I knew she was doing incredible things. So I asked her if she would do an interview with me in this effort to practice on video and kind of work on my certification. And she said yes. So I created the video and I thought her story was just awesome. So I asked her, can I post it on Facebook in a private Facebook group called Rye Moms? And she said, yes. So I did. And when I did that, I just started getting more and more recommendations for interviews. So people said, you should interview Annabelle Monahan. She's an author. You should interview Sherry Falco. She's got a food pantry in her basement. You should interview Caitlin Berdy. She talks about mental health issues. And Ever since then, the recommendations haven't stopped coming. So it's really been a huge whirlwind of interviews, which has evolved into a small business for me. That small business
2: is learning with Liz Woods.
1: Yeah. So I kind of have a few different things going on. Local businesses now advertise on my platform. So that's one thing. So Within my Remarkable Mom's feet, I'm also promoting local businesses. I offer social media consulting, so local businesses also come to me in person and we will work on Instagram accounts, Facebook accounts, and things like that. And the third thing is my learning with Liz membership for moms, and that's where we go live once a month with experts, and we talk about topics for moms, so things like menopause or helping your aging parents or... Helping your kids learn financial strategies. So every month it's a different topic, but it's always geared for moms and things that are really relevant for moms. Nice. Okay. So I see how this all aligns with your passion for
2: education, but you found a different way, it seems, to communicate positive messages specifically for women like you. I like all these topics that you're tackling. It sounds amazing. And it sounds as though it evolved over how many years now? Five. Five years. Okay. Great ideas. Great concepts. I'm sure you get a lot of positive feedback too from people, as I do too. I feel like a lot of people say to me, oh, it's such a great concept what you're doing. It's it's purely positive. It's a win-win for who you have on the show and for yourself. But I am interested in the monetization because it's not really clear. How is it sponsorships for you? How does that work? And I think people would love to learn about that because if they're thinking about a side hustle of this nature, that big question mark would be, how do I make money on this?
1: One thing about me is that I hate sales. It's like <laughs> it irks every bone in my body. So I really don't like it. So one thing that I do is I have sponsors who I promote, but I just ask that they sign up annually. So I don't have to do a lot of sales in that way. I feel like when I do have a sponsor, I develop a long lasting relationship with them. And then I feel very comfortable promoting them because we get to know each other and I feel Like it's a really safe way to promote someone who I trust and I'm happy to recommend to the community. I don't ever want to promote someone who I don't really know or feel like, hey, you know, I'm putting my name on something that I don't trust myself. Yeah, I get that. That's ethical. Yeah. I really like long lasting things. So like when I have someone who's consulting with me on Instagram strategies, again, I ask for the longer term commitment. I don't want like a one-off hour session. I would rather it be something that, you know, we work on together. And in that way, I do feel like there's benefits for them too, because we get to know each other. We get to know the account together. And the same thing with learning with Liz. I do sell the sessions as one-offs, but I encourage people to join as members so that they are getting the benefits long-term. And I'm also getting to know them and creating content that's specific for them. So it's kind of my philosophy, like try and make things long-term, anything that I'm doing. Makes a lot of sense.
2: Well, let's talk about the consulting because you seem to be pretty tech savvy, even though you didn't necessarily go to school for that. How did you ramp up in that area? Do you find that a lot of people are interested in that? The social media marketing, understanding algorithms, all of those aspects, I think, of running a business, especially if you're an entrepreneur, seem to scare people. And I get a lot of questions personally, but how are you using reels to optimize your business? All this Tell me how you trained yourself in that area.
1: Well, first, I think my best friend to start was YouTube. I watched a lot of videos on how to create videos. So that was one of my biggest teachers. I think trial and error is always helpful. I put something out there. It works. I repeat it. If it doesn't work, I let it go. (laughs) I love to learn. I find it energizing. I find it rejuvenating. So I'm always trying to find someone on TikTok or find someone on Instagram who's teaching what I want to learn. And My feed is just full of content that's so geared for what I want to learn. I love social media and I love that social media can be used for positivity. And so I use it in that way for myself, where there's people who are giving away free content all over the place. So I just absorb it and then I practice and I practice and I practice and it's not perfect, but I try and I try and I see what works and it's a lot of fun. So it's kind of like a cycle of fun learning, fun learning and see what works and what
2: sticks. Yeah, what do you think was the biggest obstacle for you getting this going and now that you're, you know, several years in? Tell me about navigating the biggest roadblocks.
1: Yeah, my biggest roadblock is I have a fear of public speaking and even this I'm like sweaty palms and like
2: <laughs> racing. which is so surprising because you do come across very approachable and relaxed, honestly eloquent, but it's sometimes it's just up here in our heads or I don't know, did you have a moment like Were you tanked on a speech in elementary school or something that
1: somehow stuck with you? Where is it from? Because I do so much on social media, a lot of what I do can be edited. So I tank 99% of the time and then the 1% that I post (laughs) is the good stuff. (laughs) Okay, so you had to get through that. You had to push past that. One thing that I do is I try and keep perspective and I Mm -hmm. say to myself, if in a hundred years, People look back at what I did and say, oh, like she interviewed Rye Moms and posted on social media. It's not so big of a deal. Right. That's true. Perspective is key. (laughs) And I'd like to give myself tons of credit, but in reality, I'm just one little person doing a little thing. So I try and keep it light. I try and keep perspective and I try to laugh at myself. Like I, I kind of visualize someone like making fun of me being like, why are you nervous right now? Like you're being ridiculous. And it's true. Like, why am I nervous? I don't know. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, I think your transparency is nice, and I, I I get that vibe from you. And when you do put yourself out there, it's natural to be a little nervous because you're being authentic. Where do you see this going, too? Like in the future, do you have a long term vision for Remarkable Moms and learning with Liz Woods five year, ten year, or are you just kind of letting it
1: evolve and grow? I am a hundred percent letting it evolve and grow. I think every day that I work on it is different than the day before. And every person I meet brings upon a new opportunity or a different way of thinking of things so, I'm just letting it roll and see where it takes me. And it's been an awesome ride thus far, so i I can't wait to see where it goes. But I don't really have like a goal of you know going national or anything like that.
2: Well, a lot of people when we start to talk about takeaways for guests, tell me that baby steps have served them instead of the concept of a lofty goal or maybe an unreachable goal that may in the end counteract what you're trying to do. So, do you find the baby steps have served you? and What would be some advice for people who were like you five years ago, wanting to do something different, wanting to tap into some natural skills, something you're good at, right? Something people come to you for in terms of achieving that elusive professional purpose, which is what we're
1: all trying to understand how to do. I say it all the time, but No matter your goal, whether it's small, like I want to start an Instagram account or big, like I want to be president of the United States or something, you have to start and you have to start small. Exactly. So my thing is always take one step at a time. Moms can be very, very busy during the day, you know, taking care of our kids, driving to appointments, cleaning, cooking, whatever. But if you have a personal goal or a professional goal that you want to work on, make one phone call, set time to send an email. And what I find is doing that week after week, month after month, it snowballs into great things. Whatever the goal is, you just need to start and don't worry about perfection because it really doesn't exist. So start somewhere, start small, but start.
2: What's coming up? with Rhyme Moms and Learning with Liz Woods. Who do you have coming up and why are you excited about them? I mean, this obviously lights you up, bringing these people to the community to spread their messages.
1: So for Learning with Liz, I have a speaker coming up who's going to be teaching financial strategies for kids. So we moms will gather and listen and learn and talk and ask questions about how we can teach our own kids financial strategies, which I, after talking with so many women in the community, are realizing our kids, they're growing up to be adults, but they don't necessarily learn in school how to manage their money. So that's a really important topic. Love it. And then for Remarkable Moms, March is Women's History Month. So I'm collaborating with the Rye Historical Society, and we're going to be talking about women who have reinvented themselves in Rye. So those are the upcoming things for Remarkable Moms and Learning with Liz.
2: Do you find a lot of the people you talk to are entrepreneurs who have figured out a way to
1: monetize something that they
2: really love and they're passionate
1: about? Yeah. I mean, I try and focus on moms who have faced a challenge and overcome it. So it could be an entrepreneur. It could be someone who has faced an illness and lives a positive, healthy life after. It could be someone who's, you know, someone who has a child with a mental health issue or a physical illness. So I try and just find someone who's had a challenge and then learn from the lessons they've learned. That's amazing. So tell me where we can send people to learn more, to become members of your community. If you'd like to become a member, you can go to learningwithliz.com. But most people follow me on Instagram at Remarkable Moms. Okay. And what about
2: TikTok? I ask everybody this because I realize that's the one thing I find so daunting and I haven't, I mean, haven't even come close to mastering. I'm not really there yet in terms of my presence. Are
1: you working on that? I have a TikTok account. I can't say it's something I'm super proud of. (laughs) Me and my, you know, seven followers.
2: (laughs) Right. No, it's like I'm running a poll now with every guest. And I think that should be an episode for me where I just have like a TikTok master. But for our age bracket, for business owners or coaches and how to really optimize TikTok. That might be a good episode for the future. Yeah, it
1: would be a good one. And I have to say, <laughs> I, I do view TikTok and I do find that there's about, like if you can yeah. take your feet to content that you want, then there's a lot of value in it.
2: Right. And if people do want to go to you for social media consulting, that's, one of your offerings, right? Because I, as I said, a lot of people ask me, oh, if someone could just help me with my Instagram, if someone just helped me understand how to use templates for reels,
1: people should come to you, right? Yeah. I'm at lizwoods at remarkablemoms.com. That's my email. Perfect. Okay.
2: Liz, thanks so much for your time. I'm really glad we got to pull this together. I'm probably going to bump into you in Rye, which is where my kids go to school, like at the Starbucks tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for sharing your story with us and your wisdom.
1: Thank you so much, Krista. Thanks for the opportunity
2: thanks so much for being a part of my community here at bucket list careers i'm krista laurie please follow me on instagram facebook tweet me or send me an email krista at bucket list careers podcast.com back next thursday with another great guest be well
0: An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.